This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Welcome to Spice Bags, where three opinionated ladies, Blanca, May and me, Dee, have a dish about food in Ireland from an international perspective. Welcome to Spice Bags. This is Dee and today we are talking about wrapped food. Myself, Blanca and May have all been obsessing about doing this episode for a long time. And uh, we have all in our own ways been obsessing about wrapped food all our lives. Uh, Blanca, you are obsessed with? Tamales. And May, you are obsessed with? Stuffed pastas and dumplings. Amazing. So we're going to take you on this journey now and and do a deep dive into wrapped food. Um, May, I wanted to start off by going to you and chatting about a beautiful memory that you have um, about with your family sharing wrapped food. Do you want to tell us about that? Well, so in China, we have these things called, you know, dumplings, jiaozi. And um, when I was a child, um, I only liked the meat and my brother only liked the wrapper. And so we, so I would take the meat and then I would just hand over the wrapper and he would just do the same. And of course, you know, you forget then, of course, when your parents catch you, they go ballistic. My nieces started doing the same thing. And it's just so funny because they just (laughs) do it out of habit. And then again, like, they forgot that their daddy or mama was watching and just go, girls, you have to eat a complete dumpling by yourself. And they're just like, oops, so sorry. (laughs) I love that memory. It's so cute. So um, would you eat it? Just open it up and take yeah, the you meat open, out? Yeah, you open it up, right? You just basically, you know, because you have that meatball meat in it. So um, so Yar would give me his meatball and I would just slide over the wrappers to him. So it'd be... My daughters love uh, dumplings with sugar in them, which they're, um, or Ayi in China taught them. So they put sugar in the wrapper and then they boil it, brown sugar. Like nothing else. Yeah, and then they eat that. So they're the opposite of uh-huh. you. Wow. And tell us what what other wrapped foods are in your household? What what do you love to make? In Spain, we have, you know, empanadas, and those are very, very famous. But I love tamales. And tamales in Latin America at Christmas is what you make. And I, my mom would always want to make like turkey, truffle terrine, and all these fancy bullshit things. But I wanted to eat the local tamales. So I would convince my mom, can we make tamales? We didn't make them, but it would be something we would have at Christmas alongside or terrine of turkey. But I love tamales are banana wrapped um, in in corn dough. It's like a hard polenta and they have like a little olive, a little raisin or pork. And that's 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 my food that I would get if I was in jail in de- on death row. I just find it really interesting, too, right, because the Chinese have zongzi, mm-hmm. you know, which are, kind, you know, when you're trying to explain what uh, zongzi is, right, you're like, yeah, it's an Asian tamale, right, because it's it's the sticky rice and you have stuff in it and it's wrapped in a leaf and you know and you're going okay how did you know how did you two different cultures sort of come up with the same thing Mm -hmm. and um there's a really lovely story about how the zones came about which was this martyred poet um who was i don't know he was like opposing some regime during the warring states period anyway he jumps in the river drowns himself and you know and um and from then on everyone throws zongzi in the river and it wasn't to feed the poet it was to feed the fish so they the fish would not eat the poet mhm nice <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to contemplate all of that <laughs> 
I was trying to think about wrapped food in in terms of an Irish context, and the only thing I could really come up with was um, well, not the only thing, but um, sausage rolls. I mean, I the Irish sausage roll. People have it here for breakfast, for lunch, dinner, everything. We are obsessed. Delicious. Uh, delicious. And I do think, I mean, I'm not sure if we got it from Britain or if it's originally an Irish food, but Irish sausage roll is definitely something that is a staple here and people love. Um, I And I know I've often seen listicles and stuff here about the best places to get them in Dublin and other parts of the country. So we definitely love our sausage rolls. But also I can't mess in so- message sausage rolls without men- mentioning jambons. Jambons are definitely an Irish wrapped food. They're actually for me um, for me they're more Irish right because sausage rolls I've seen it elsewhere but like I was like these jambons are amazing. Yeah like I think jambons <laughs> are like just an Irish thing aren't yeah, they? So yeah. like for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what a jambon is shame on you. <laughs> no I'm joking. Um, the jambon is a um a parcel of puff pastry that the corners it's cut into a square and the corners are folded in and inside you have um, cheese and bacon basically essentially that's it and it's beautiful little parcel but they're mostly bought in petrol stations or across deli counters in small news agents and things like that around the country if you stop off somewhere and you can't find anything else, you'll always find a My jambon. husband wouldn't know it because he never goes to the gas station. He asked me the other day, does our car take unleaded or leaded? <laughs> I was like, okay, Steve. Um, <clears throat> but what about weird things um, wrapped? What What is the strangest wrapped foods you've ever come across? I think to me is all the things wrapped in tofu skins. Oh, I love the things. But they're weird. I mean, you don't know no, what it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we have this thing called mock duck suya in China, which is like literally one of my favorite things to eat in the world, and it's um, wild mushrooms that are wrapped in yuba. And again, um, yuba I, is the, the tofu skin. Yeah, and, and this um, is what explain how it's made. So it's almost like a mufoy, right? Because you have the um, the tofu skin is almost acting like a pastry, but you, I mean, let's just say also that you have to soak it. And when you soak it, it kind of looks like a condom. Anyway, bring back out. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't like it. And then you fill it with you fill it with wild mushrooms and coriander. Yeah, you wrap it up, and then there's many layers because you have to have like the you you know it can't just be the one. So that's why I'm saying it's like a almost like a meat foil, like and um, and then you fry it and you can braise it um, or keep it keep it frying it and honestly I know that I have served this to people who hate tofu and they absolutely adore it and the other thing too is that um, there's a dim sum thing uh, which is tofu skin uh, wrapped with pork and no, shrimp I, I, yeah. I like it it's just when you explain it to people especially children their, their face it does sound like, weird but also in Japan they have the lovely sushi stuffed in you know oh uh, yeah no 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 the I think tofu to me out of all the wrap things is the one that I mean obviously being European Latin American whatever is the one to me like wrapping something in a banana leaf is totally normal but wrapping it in tofu is like what I love the I love the Japanese the Japanese pockets you know with the inari like right it's uh, with um, the sushi rice it's delicious it's also I think maybe it's like sort of the way we do kind of have that sort of street food like on on the go culture and I think that that so yeah um, 
But it's interesting that you all the different things you can make out of tofu, and one of them is a wrap. Yeah. An egg also is a, another thing that's used have, for wrapping. As a wrap. I've yeah. seen, yeah, that's really nice. Like we have these beautiful egg dumplings, right? Like the golden coin dumplings. And you're basically almost making them like little omelets. And you, but you, you know, you have your egg circles and then you put some meat in it and then you fold it over and then you braise it again. And so they do, they look like beautiful little dumplings made of eggs. And I they're edible. Those. And I think that's why I think the, the leaf wraps are disposable. You don't eat them. Yeah. Well, some of them you do, but the other ones are more like yeah. edible wrap. Let's talk about uh, leaves wraps wraps for a minute. Um, uh, there's so many different uh, wraps made out of leaves around the world. Let's explore that a little bit. Um, May, what's your favorites? And definitely with leaf wrap, I would say again, I'm not fond of too much. What I want to say, doughy, um, yeah. and so. In northern China, we have like in the, so I grew up with a zongzi, right? Which I was just describing that you know gets thrown in the river for the martyr poet. Yeah. Um, what leaf is that? That is bamboo. Um, okay. But then if you go, so zongzi has the glutinous rice, and then it's stuffed with you know sort of meat and chestnuts. Mm-hmm. You go further south in Canton, in um, Cantonese, they call it noamiji, and what I prefer about that is there is a higher proportion of meat to the rice and you know so it's okay. like it's a it's so it's a more of a savory thing so i was going to say you know like blanca like i'm not fond of tamales i love i mean i've had really good ones and i like them but it's just too doughy mm-hmm. I, I just think corn is also something that unless you've grown up with it's a little bit harder to get accustomed to than rice yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, blanca do you have favorite uh, things wrapped in leaves well, I, I do. I love all the, you know, in Vietnam, the little uh, spring rolls that are wrapped in leaves. Anything, mm. you know, or Korean barbecue where they give you leaves like shiso leaves or, or lettuce. I love anything that's green. Um, that, that That's a lettuce. Like raw, that's, yeah, yeah, like lettuce cups That for brings things. a freshness. I yeah, mean, obviously, me I love tamales, but you're not going to eat this the, the thing. But I do love the concept of food wrapped in leaves. Yeah. Because... It adds, I think in the Philippines, they have this kind of tamal made with rice that turns kind of green from the chlorophyll of the banana leaf. But when I saw a book recently, I think it's the um, the Otolenghi um, last book, Flavor, where they're making tamales in in paper. And oh. I was so like, oh. Yeah. Because banana leaves, I can find banana leaves almost anywhere. They have yeah. them frozen. So why would I use... A paper, a kitchen paper to make a tamal when I can use yeah. a banana leaf. I, I think to me that loses. But there's a poetry. It's like dolmads. It's like dolmads without. Yeah, the gra- grape leaves. It, there's yeah. a poetry though too about wrapping something in a leaf. And yes, you know, yes. even if you, like even if you're only just imagining that perfume of the banana or the bamboo yeah. or, you know, like, or, you know, just eating sort of a grape leaf, you know, it's, there's, yeah, I think it's very poetic. I love the dalma, the Turkish dalma as mm. well. Absolutely beautiful. And as you said, the Greek dalmas. Yeah. And also um, the it, moving to, I suppose, Japan and the onigiri. I love onigiri as well um, with the rice and the seaweed. The yeah. seaweed. Yeah. Sorry, moving on to seaweed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which well, is it's a leaf. Which, I mean, yeah. in my mind, I always pictured in leaves. <laughs> yeah. It is um, like Steve has this anecdote that he wrote for this uh, Japanese travel magazine, Steve, my husband, and it's about going skiing in Japan and having onigiri on the slopes. 
And I was thinking, wow. that's so glamorous. Like so the Japanese, are, uh, let's Stop, say, Steve. Okay. Stop. the Japanese are the most glamorous rappers of yes. everything. Yes, yes, like presents, food. Like you go to the Depachika, like the department stores, and it makes any country look so pedestrian and rural when you go there. It's just they find ways to wrap anything. Like you look at mochi or and it's just I wouldn't know. I was just thinking like when you just said like the Japanese just the best at wrapping everything from putting a present in a scarf and making that beautiful yeah. too. You themselves. Know, mochi they and kind like of wrap themselves. themselves. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah. 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 You're, sushi, you're winning at wrapping sushi. Yeah. They win. The they win. But sushi. sushi like maki. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. to grab that seaweed, you know, you think other countries have seaweed. We have seaweed in northern Spain. We've never used it. But no, the Japanese come up and they make this beautiful little wrap. And, yeah. you know, talking yeah. about wraps, the worst wrap I have seen is a paella maki. <laughs> Whoever made that. Oh, my God. Needs to Wait, get hang shot. on a second. You need you have to, to explain please that. Please explain where Somebody you made ma- sushi maki. rice, but paella style. So they made it yellow and they put like seafood and then they wrapped it in maki. And it's. Oh, I'm taking a second to take that in. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's I mean, worst oh, rap. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, someone was in need for some inspiration, but wow. Yeah, they were looking to get some. Um, I've seen like, some sweet things wrapped, which I would say are my worst wrapped. Like, I mean, when I think about, I mean, there's a couple of things I've seen, like actual flour tortillas with, say, like chocolate and banana in them, and they're wrapped, and then they're like you know put in a panini machine things like that like almost like a crepe but a really bad version of it and then also when you think about in Scotland they do like deep fried Mars bars and things you're kind of like I mean that's sort of wrapped right but um, yeah I I think that's probably the worst thing I've seen wrapped very disgusting can we also just talk about how delicious some wrapped foods are when they're deep fried yes (laughs) well we're moving on to wheat which is Obviously. Mm. And also, I was going to say, just to give a mention to Brazilian sushi there, because the Brazilians have uh, sushi rolls that they deep fry Mm. um, so that they they're wrapping in the same way that they make sushi and the maki and then they fry them. Oh, yeah. And it's it's a big it's a big part of their sushi. Yeah. Well, okay. it's really delicious. Just to say. Um, Yeah. So we're moving on to wheat. can I say something super yeah. interesting that I mm. learned about recently that in the Arab world, because obviously things have been wrapped in food since mm. antiquity, but the Arabs used to make um, pastry casings with olive oil because they couldn't use fat mm. pork, but they were always really flat. So in reality, our favorite pastries are always the ones that are cut with some type of fat like pork fat or beef dripping or something because that kind of gives it like a height. So it's like a non-flake. It's almost like a non-flaky. Because if you make olive oil like empanada, it's just really flat. There's no structure to it. So... Oh, yeah, no, that's true. Because it's like the cold, like the cold, um, cold fat would make it flakier and then... Oh, and okay. when we talk about wheat, that you we can talk about wrapped food for hours. Yeah, well, when we're talking about wheat, uh, things wrapped in wheat, we're talking about pasties, empanadas, samosas, uh, burritos, spring rolls, wontons, uh, pies, corn dogs, burgers, anything corn else. Dogs, yeah. Corn dogs would be corn. That's not wheat. Oh, oh corn dogs would be, yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. But true. deep fried. Deep, yeah. 
department. We'll move that one to corn. <laughs> we'll move that to corn. Yeah. But Ed, yeah, what's your favorite? I mean, for me, the pasty sticks out because it's just something that being so close to the UK, we would have an influence of that here. So I, um, there's definitely down in Cork in the English market, there's a famous pasties place that's really beautiful. And it's just um, very traditional, like kind of shepherd's pie ingredients, you know, like beef stews, things like that, but in a pasty. And when you bite into it, there's potato, there's carrots, mushrooms, and then a meat, you know. So it's almost like a pie, but in a different shape. I think empanadas, but one fascinating thing about empanadas and empanadas have become really big and we have empanadas in Spain, but the empanadas I'm talking about are Argentinian. Yes. Mm. They're because Argentinians, I think, are so charming and so gorgeous and just such a mixture of cultures. They're able to go and sell their empanadas really well. So if you go to Madrid or Chicago and one of the big trends in empanadas before, if you wanted to know what was inside the empanada, you had to look at the pleats and see, oh, this is cheese. Now they do it with edible ink, so they stamp them. Yes. So if oh, you wow. look at um, Las Moons, L-A-S-M-U-N-S, uh, in Spain, this is an Argentinian empanada place, they make the doughs in different colors, and then they stamp them. And I have to say, that's on my wish list for my birthday. Like the I branded... Want, yeah. Like you, I want you like, to get your face branded like Blanca. onto it. No, I want like Blanca so I can put it on stuff. <laughs> so like, like almost like a ink. Chinese stamp. It is like a Chinese stamp and you buy this edible ink and then you bake your empanadas and then, but it's, it looks stunning. I want somebody in Ireland, please, somebody who wants to set up a business, do an empanadas. It's called, um, in Spanish, it's called pirografía, like pyro- pyrograph- pyrography, yeah. it's like the ink, edible ink. But empanadas would be my favorite um, with wheat, but... What is interesting is that the only really famous portable food from Spain is the empanada gallega, which is which is something you eat in Galicia. And it's really associated with pilgrimage and the Camino de Santiago. So, you know, that portable uh, bonito tuna or fish empanada. And sometimes it's made with corn dough or sometimes it's made with wheat. Um, Obviously, I think um, because, you know, my Chinese ancestry got a throw in the dumpling, um, which uh, the dumpling is northern Chinese. It is not southern Chinese. When you go south, it becomes dim sum, which have, uh, again, beautiful wheat wrappers. But those would be made in a restaurant. You know, that's so, you know, and so the northern Chinese dumplings that I grew up with, you know, are made at home. Um, The Chinese like to claim that I think they've invented the dumpling, but there is now evidence um, that it came from Turkey Mm. and moved its way up because the Turkish have their manti. Right, um, and kind of moved its way up to north northern China, and also the Russians, like the Siberian Russians, have their pelmeni, which are almost identical, and it's and they're made both sort of for New Year, and they're put out, you know, so you're making a pile of them and you put them out where they're going to freeze, and um, and both the Russians and the Chinese do this. Mm, wow, that's interesting. Um, and also, I think when I think of um, Chinese food, I always think of spring rolls, you know, with the wheat wraps. Yes. And that's, um, you know, I don't even know where spring rolls. I feel like spring rolls would be like a Canto thing because there's, because again, like when you have, when you've got Canto, you've got, I mean, you have definitely like you've got these like incredibly trained restaurant chefs who can like, you know, make the wraps or you're buying them, right? Like, you know, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't have, you're not having like some grandparent like wrapping up, like, you know, rolling out your spring roll wraps. Um, mm. 
And we use them all the time. I love wonton wraps. Okay, so there's, okay, speaking of spring roll wraps, all right, I'm just, growing up and we've been eating and I've brought them back into my repertoire. So my, um, we had a friend who was Chinese via Myanmar. And I don't even know whether these were actually Burmese, but it's potatoes, meat, curry, and you put it in a spring roll wrap, like, and you f- fold it into a triangle, and then you fry it. So, like, there's no bad in that. It's kind of a samosa. It's like a but samosa, it's, I was going to say. It's kind yeah. of a samosa, but it's, um, I think, because the dough is lighter, because you're doing it in the spring roll wrap. So, it's, there's, um, mm. it's, so the meat and potato come out much more. Um, but, yeah. When, when are you making those? Wraps? Anything wrapped. Yeah, amazing. I mean, I, I now, we, um, my brother and I have been both doing it with a curry, a Japanese curry. Mm. Mm. <laughs> this is all just making me too hungry. Actually, guys, I just want to interrupt this episode for a second to tell you about another brand new show that is on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Um, it's called Their Only Stories, and it's a podcast that celebrates storytelling and the people behind those stories. Each week, they will have a new audio drama followed by an interview with the writer. The first season has just kicked off, and Yes, they are celebrating all things horror. I can definitely get on board with this episode. I love horror. Um, I guess it's perfect for anyone as well who doesn't want to give up on Halloween just yet. Um, Check it out now, and here's a little bit about it. They're only stories. A new anthology drama podcast that celebrates stories and the writers behind those stories. I go like the hounds of hell are after me. Good to know. Premiering on the 17th of October on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Their Only Stories is produced by Riots Productions in association with the Headstuff Podcast Network and funded by the Arts Council of Ireland. Yes, you should be planting. Headstuff is Ireland's largest podcast network. There's something for everyone here. Gossip, social justice, film, politics, and yes, food, which would be us. So what does being a Headstuff Plus member mean? Well, for five euros a month, you get early access to shows, hip merchandise, and bonus materials. For example, in our Spice Bags journey, we have had so many conversations that we reluctantly had to cut from our show. And you can find them here, like Ahmed Dede's Michelin Education and the infectiously wonderful Venezuelan food producers and chefs who have made Ireland their home. But more importantly, by being a member, you're helping support Irish podcasts and enabling this community of creative voices to continue. For more information about how to become a member, visit headstuffpodcast.com. Now we're back to our episode, It's a Wrap. What other wheat things are there that are wrapped? I'm trying to think. Of course, you know, burgers and, oh. Yeah, we have the, uh, are you gonna tell us about Spanish pregnant bread? Well, this is a bread that's stuffed with chorizo. And I know because Irish people love chorizo. I think Irish people, when they think of Spain, they think of chorizo. It's yeah. so yeah. funny. But uh, it's a bread. It's like a round bread stuffed with chorizo. And it's called pregnant bread. And that is so good. What kind Just of bread is bite. it? Just like a normal dough. It's yeah. like, the, But you bite into it and then you have like the chopped, like yes. crumbly chorizo inside. Yum. Oh, Dee, I was going to ask you. So I'm kind of obsessed with Italian stuffed pasta. But mm. like, you know... She's obsessed with Italy and Italian. Yeah, but do you remember going to Italy and there was this machine that would make you agnolotti del plin, right? So someone would be feeding in the pasta sheet and then like, you know, you have the filling and then it would go and like, 
all of this fresh annual Adelie plan comes. I was so obsessed with that machine. I was so obsessed. I mean, I got <laughs> I got stuck in Italy for quite a long time when I was there because I was I never thought it was going to be, you know, like these kind of things where you're just standing there going, oh, my God, there's a machine for that. And just mesmerized by it, just churning out these dainty little uh, you know, past so dainty, like so dainty, dainty little pockets. Yeah, I was, I per- was and perfection, yeah. absolute perfection. Yeah, I loved it. That was so cool. Stuffed with, I think it was veal, chicken, and prosciutto. What uh, is your ultimate favorite stuffed pasta? It would be actually very much um, agnolotti, like a meat stuffed yeah. Italian pasta in a beautiful broth. Like, you know, we're talking, you know, like the 48 hour, like, you know, mm. smells of nutmeg and cloves and cinnamon or whatever. Um, that would probably be, but yeah, but definitely with prosciutto and veal and chicken, I think would be the, in the stuffing. Yeah. And I think you'd have a little bit of like Romano or something like that. I've always loved ravioli. Mm. I do love crab ravioli. ravioli. I just like I don't I don't like the meat ones, so I prefer mm. like Chinese ones with meat. But the crab ravioli, yes. I love. Really yeah. nice. Italians definitely like. I mean, obviously pasta is not anything, but win that kind of stuffed pasta category. I love. But all I don't of the know. Different... I the dumpling. I think Chinese. The Chinese. When you go to you know hotels like fancy hotels or fancy. Also, Blanca has lived in northern China. No, but I just find yeah. the dumpling experience just fascinating like you go and they have all these different colors and permutations of things mm. and they use the tofu skin and they use rice and they use leaves I don't to me that would be my top gastronomical experience mm. of going to a dim sum place so it's dim sum okay or, so it'd be more okay. Hong Kong than yeah. like north but you if you go to like a hotel like the Shangri-La and you say yeah. I'm gonna go there for dim sum yeah, yeah. and yeah you're just like, wow. And I think the Italians have the pasta, but the permutations are, they end. Whereas with yes. the Chinese, it's like. It's almost endless. I was I was came trying. came up with this. I was trying to think, like, on my way here, I was thinking of, like, you know, dims, different dim sum. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't. Like, I can't even wrap my. I can't wrap. <laughs> I can't wrap my head around how much dim sum there is. There is, like, I mean, and we're moving. I know we're going to move. It's a little bit not. It's not wheat, but it's actually rice. But it's a dim sum thing that I was thinking. It's called chung fun. Oh. And uh, it's, uh, and if you, and if you can get someone to make it fresh for you. Um, but it's uh, rice, um, sort of rice dough. And it's wrapped often with shrimp. Um, I've had it at Hakkasan where you do it with, um, or they do it with like crispy yuba shards. Yeah, um, they have it in caching. They know, have a caching, but they mm-hmm. don't have the crispy yuba no, shard. Yeah, 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 and they also they don't have in Hakkasan like you're like you're seeing all these old ladies like you know doing. Yeah. And um, and my Spanish friend Elena actually when she first she is actually making it in Spain because she can't find it. But she, when she first tasted it, she likened it to eating a young girl's thigh. What? what is she a cannibal? <laughs> it's like, but it's like so slippery and silken and white and pure. You know, like once yeah. you, yeah, it's. I, D, have you you had them? Right? No. Oh, okay. I'm just like, oh my god, wow. let's go to Kashing right now. <laughs> Are they open? In oh, in Kashing, I've had. The, I thought you meant different version of them, but yeah, yeah, the rice yeah. flour. Yeah, I just, Oh no, I've had yeah. them in Kashing. Yeah, those rice, anything wrapped with rice flowers, like Vietnamese rice papers. Yeah. Yes, I love like that's yeah. I, it's like kind of my healthy. If I'm eating that, you know, oh, she's she's trying to go on a diet. But I love anything also wrapped in rice. Um, and those Vietnamese rolls 
Oh gosh, they're so, so much fun. fun. I but love I making lo- them. Yeah, I love making them. I love putting them on the table and everybody makes their own rather than making them for people. Yeah. yeah. Like just too much work. It's like, I love you, but not that much. I think that's the problem with wrapped foods, though, usually, is, is that they're so labor kind intensive. And yeah. if you do them, like if you do them in a group, they're fun, but they are, it's so depressing to like do dumplings or tortellini or on your own. Yeah, it's like yeah. the most depressing activity yeah. in the world. And then people come in and they go, like they eat wrapped foods like so easily. Like my, my yeah, husband just, just have... consumed like a whole bag of gyoza yeah. last night, you know? Yeah. And um, you don't think of like the labor that went into it. And, gyoza like, is so good. While you're yeah. crying, making it, and then, you know, it's like. Argh. Yeah. And what about going back to corn, like things wrapped in corn? Well, there's also the tamales that are wrapped in corn mm. leaves. Corn dogs, which are. Corn dogs, which are oh, so good. <laughs> Can we get corn dogs in Ireland? Please? Yeah, they well, they there is um actually a food truck that does corn dogs here. Yeah, oh I've seen God. it are at they Electric with, Picnic it, and some other have, festivals. Do they use the all beef dogs? Yes, I think, <gasps> believe so. Okay, but let me check up on that and I will revert back okay. and we will post about it. But um, also, do can I ask? Do corn tortillas fall into that? Yeah, I mean, I guess ta- taco, tacos or tacos a wrap. Tacos a wrap. Would you? It is. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's not maybe fully wrapped up, love, but it is in a yeah, wrapping. I love corn tortillas, but I have to say the quality is so varied. You yeah. can have amazing corn tortillas. You yeah. could have the shittiest corn tortillas. So do shop around and try them. We should have a corn, corn tortilla. tortilla off. Yeah, no, I mean, like when I'm back in California, like basically yeah. all I am is taco, 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 taco. Oh and my like, God, yeah. like for two weeks and then I go sushi, sushi and then I'm off back on the plane. But like I, that is exactly <laughs> how I would eat. First, <laughs> yeah. It's funny I mean, how sorry, Ireland seems to be getting on the taco wagon. Only finally. now. Yeah. Only now. Yeah. And I mean, I think like for ages, people were using here, we're using flour tortillas, mm. but that's yeah. from a kind of older Paso, pass down kind of thing. Um, but now, finally, there are some good taquerias um, opening up. But, but, also, but as you said, the consistency is not like it's it's so varied. It's different. Tortilla press. Mm. To, it's yeah. so easy to buy masa harina here. So like, yeah, you know, invest, is, yeah. you know, like 15 or 20 euros in a tortilla press to make your own. But it's hard to get it to puff up. Yeah, so you might I need to go to Picado yeah. and do that. Um, One thing we didn't yeah. mention, we were mentioning um deep fried wraps or things that was the tequeños oh. the Venezuelan tequeños <laughs> I adore them those cheese so for anyone who doesn't know they are uh, Venezuelan it's just gooey cheesy deliciousness I think all three of us were talking about how we needed to go on a diet so like introducing <laughs> tequeños right now into the conversation just seems sadistic dude. yeah every time Sorry. I look at <laughs> Sorry, sab- yeah. Yeah. Savanero's cheese um <laughs> ads and they're like we delivered to Dublin on Friday I'm like should I order and I love the tequeños with the nata with the Venezuelan sour cream oh yeah and as we've discovered doing a Venezuelan episode in the last season there are so many producers here actually making them you can I found a Venezuelan producer on Instagram whose name I will put up afterwards um, on our website but they actually deliver to your door tequeños in Dublin sorry for anyone outside of Dublin Um. And then I guess just other things we need to mention, like things like um, other other things food can be wrapped in. So paper or bacon or food wrapped in food. I mean, we haven't talked about that. I think with with food um, wrapped in paper, I think the papillote and the things in foil is, mm. is like a trend that is always there. It's yeah. like, when are we going to stop 
you know, innovating or innovating, quote unquote. But it's like, oh, I made something in papillas. And you're like, really? Like, is this a new thing? But you do see that a lot. The fish wrapped. Is that in, still because I feel like for me, that's like very like 80s. You still see it. Still see I, it's it? just uh-huh. like, oh, my goodness. Like, this is just like what you do when you're in a rush yeah. like i put a bunch of cherry tomatoes and fish and yeah. put it in the oven like um but yeah that i would say that's one trend that you see like won't die ever because it's very convenient yeah. but um i have seen yeah so this tamale drive now to make it with paper which i don't agree with but <laughs> because it doesn't give it the the flavor yeah. yeah i think when i think of food wrapped in food i think about scotch eggs Ooh. which are also really popular here. I adore them. One of my favorite places to get them in Dublin is in um, L Mulligan Grocers. They do an amazing scotch egg. D, if you had, if you guys had to choose a scotch, scotch egg, corn dog, or a taquino. I think corn oh dog. God. Corn dog. I just corn dog. It's. I, I mean, it's I think I'm going to go with scotch egg, but just because corn dog isn't something that I grew up with, but I do love them. But I also adore a beautiful scotch egg. It's just something in a stick for me, like dipped and like yeah, fried. fried and for me, it's the gooey egg center in the scotch but egg. But I love scotch eggs. And then to Kenya's, how could you make us pick that at me? <laughs> That's like, yeah. impossible. One thing Irish people are obsessed with is sandwiches as wraps. That is something that I in don't In flour understand. tortillas is what we're talking about here. And I, I've never seen it in any other country I've gone to. But we put, put things like, you know, obviously the famous chicken fillet rolls that Ireland is obsessed with. You can get those in wraps. But you can go to deli counters in supermarkets, news agents everywhere all around the country, petrol stations, and you can order a sandwich, but get it in a wrap. Oh, yeah. You have that in the U.S. Oh, do you yeah. have oh, yeah. in the US? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, see yeah. it when I was over there as much, like, but I feel like it's... I feel it's not as huge. I, well, I you feel were, here so you it's were, like were, dominated. Were. It's dominated here by wraps. Yeah. But you were swanning around Italy, honey. Like you you weren't like, you know, I mean, where you were where you were hanging out in New York probably didn't have wraps. Oh, no. I mean, I totally... <laughs> no, I was swanning around for like, you know, I lost half a day there. But no, I did do the other side of New York. But, but I just mean like... I feel like it, it seems to me, as you said, Blanket, Irish people are just obsessed with They're it. Obsessed. And I don't know if it's because they just feel that they want to break from bread and it's a healthier, like here it is pitched to the market as a healthier option. Have you looked at the ingredients in no, those tortillas? No, I know, but it's, it's, people think it's lighter. Maybe it is lighter to eat. There's less calories in it. Yeah, sure. maybe it's, and maybe it is a bit lighter when you eat it than spread for some people, but that's obviously like if you put really salad in it yeah. and stuff like that, you're getting more salad, you're getting more protein. I don't get it. Ireland has beautiful breads. Why the beep would you have a wrap? <laughs> like, please, people, like, like have some Irish brown bread, soda bread. Like, there's all these beautiful breads that go really well also with, like, seafood. And then you see these disgusting, like, chicken tikka wrap. And I'm like, oh, I think as well no. for me, it's just the quality of the actual wrap itself. Like, there's... they're not good. They taste kind of cardboardy or papery. I've never had a good... Um, in the same way with corn tortillas, like you can make them and get like relatively good ones. Like Picado has really lovely corn mm. tortillas. Like wheat tortillas, I have never had like a really good wheat tortilla in Ireland ever. Like so, th- th- it's the yeah. thing. Like maybe that's the business we need to do. And then the other thing that Irish people love as well is, I mean, quesadillas, which I suppose is kind of a wrapped yeah. in and some burritos. ways, but and burritos, which is that kind of Tex-Mex. Um, obsession that's here as well. There's so many burrito places I was, around I the country. I was craving a squash blossom quesadilla the other day. 
that's very fancy. That's very fancy. I just don't know why why those wheat tortillas are so popular. I really but don't get it. But they use the same wheat tortillas. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. Yeah. They're so they're so cheap too in the supermarket. I mean, there's like a, like it, a bunch maybe of maybe it's the price. I, I was going to say, is it just the thing of like not getting the quality? Yeah, but you also if you have a wrap, right, and you have, for instance, you've got salad in it, and you have protein, as I was saying, right, and you but you have much a larger quantity of leaves and protein to your bread than if you were using and I and I know Blanca you love like Irish bread but it's like if you were to make that same sandwich like on a soda bread like that would be proportionally more but you could make like an open face sandwich mm. like I, I guess it's also portability I just I really wraps is something you're not going to find me <laughs> eating or or making um, ever like I will make with with a corn tortilla, maybe like I'll make a, a little like bean and stuff, mm-hmm. bean and chicken. But I just find wheat tortillas are flavorless. I really want to test a recipe to make my own. Yeah, like yeah. and like a more natural and also the ingredients they have in them. Mm. You know, this is not a natural product. So I just much rather have bread. I don't know. I'm gonna ban wraps. I know. When I'm Could president. We, I mean, the shock Sorry. The, <laughs> the wraps that I like in terms of food when I think about it is that, the, you know, the kind of Turkish kebab, you know, mm, that you can get pita. Your, the pizza, like, oh, pitas yeah. oh or, or that kind of Syrian bread, you know, and just making wraps that way, like a flatbread. I love those. Flatbread. Yeah. There's that amazing Syrian bread that um, I've been able to yes. buy in Dublin that I think it's, the, it's made in cork. It is. Yeah. Super thin. So good. So good. But also here, like, and you guys kind of take it for granted, but, you know, in kebab shops, like, people are making their own yes. pitas. Like, that's just, yeah. you know, and you don't, like, you know, when I have guests over and, you know, take them, they, their eyes are popping out. They're like, mm. oh, my God, you have this resource on your doorstep constantly. Yeah. And, I mean, we haven't really spoken too much. It's it's in a lot of, obviously, Indian restaurants, takeaways here as well. You know, they're making naan, things like that. I often go to my local just to get, like, fresh, you know, I go in and I order if I have guests over or something and I'm doing, like, a... Uh, I usually for Easter, I would do, like, a, a leg of lamb, but I'd do it so that we can slow cook so we can pull it and have loads of sides. And then I just run out and I grab, like, can I get 10 nans, you know, or flatbreads from lo- wherever I am, the local place, and bring them back. And then everyone just has that beautiful, fresh flatbread as well. But when we're talking about Indian restaurants, I think about naan. I love, like, wrapping my... Mm. I love eating my Indian food like that, the dishes that I get. I love just putting the getting the bread, tearing it off and just wrapping the food in it before I eat it as well. Um, and it's I, like Ethiopian restaurants with the injera. Injera. The, oh, yeah. And also do when you're in Nepal, you were eating. Yeah, absolutely. Often with your, like, so wrapping things when eating with your hands. Yeah, but definitely in in the Ethiopian is definitely one of the ones that springs to mind, as you've mentioned. You know, I know Gersha do beautiful ingra and you just yeah all the different ingredients and like that with the dal bat in Nepal there is there definitely yeah. eating wrapping your food before you eat it yeah. that's definitely a trend as well one amazing and possibly even more glamorous than Japanese wrapped food is pastella from Morocco oh yeah well I may this is, this I is May's obsession I know like, but I because <laughs> May I, like, can we just say May is the cross between uh, Empress Shishi and Woody Allen so she's the Woody Allen probably would not have gone to a I think Woody chef. Allen Woody I can see Woody Allen eating pastella it's too Jewish for that huh? you're going to a Moroccan shop you'd be like <laughs> I think there's gonna be a fatwa on me 
I can see him with the teapot. But anyway, anyway tell us about Pastella. What it is. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, traditionally it's um, the, you have warka uh, dough, which um, is actually very similar to, chi- like, between a phyllo dough and Chinese spring roll dough. And, um, and, um, and it encases this pie, um, which is traditionally of squab and sultanas. Mm-hmm. And I mean cinnamon eggs and like and then what you do is you you cook that all and then you scramble like a lot of eggs into that gravy and then you bake it and there's like loads of other things and um, Blanca and I went to this wonderful guy's house and he and his wife made us a pastilla because he said also he said you know you need to you need to in order to understand sort of this pie like you need to eat it at someone's house. <laughs> But that is to me, and and the decorations. So people decorate it with cinnamon and sugar, and they make these lovely, lovely, yeah, it's incredible decorations. And I would say that is so glam to me. That and the pot yeah. of uh, mint Moroccan tea is that is actually so right. sophisticated. Actually like because we were talking of... about Japanese food and sophistication, but this pastella is po- possibly one of the most sophisticated wrap foods. Yes, it's like a pie. It yeah. is, yeah. It's it's like, but it's so it's sort of so rich and luxurious, and you know, and, and there's just so many spices in it, and you know, you just, yeah. Um, Speaking of, of wraps, and we have to wrap up this conversation. <laughs> um, can we end on wrap uh, restaurants? Well, hmm. I, tell us. I was when I was in Vietnam many many years ago. There was a chain of places called Wrap and Roll, and I wanted to eat there every night because they had 40 different versions of wrap food it was incredible so they had like everything you know vietnamese style like the rice paper wraps the leaf wraps the spring rolls it was insane and it was very well done and the woman who set it up has been very very successful at establishing a franchise i haven't seen other restaurants i've seen restaurants that do tortilla wraps but i'd love a restaurant like that in in dublin like a wrap restaurant where you have food wrapped in things that sounds like a great idea and we are going to wrap it up there. Sorry for all the <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> fun. <laughs> but that was so much fun. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And thank you, ladies, again, for such an enjoyable episode. As always, you can contact us at hello at spicebags.ie and also through our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at SpiceBagsPod. Don't forget to check us out at spicebags.ie where we have our blog with lots of other content, including recipes, our list of recommendations and um, Q&As with members of the international food community and of course our famous shopping guides for where to shop for ingredients in Ireland from the likes of Turkey, Korea, Spain, all over. So thank you again. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.